Kia ora and welcome back to another episode of Radio, the show where we take students from across the school, we bring them together and give you a recommendation of something you should check out. Today on the show I have Shana, Harley and Maggie and Iris and we're going to be talking about the concept of card games. Card games are any sort of game that is played with a deck of cards. They're like mini battles of strategy and luck and skill. You've probably played some classics like Uno or Go Fish, but there are a ton of card games out there. Some are super simple, while others are mind-bendingly complex. Whether you're into fast-paced games or deep thinking, there is a card game for you. Plus, it's great for socializing and making memories with friends. So, grab a deck, shuffle up, and let the card games begin. Kia ora team, welcome to the studio. Hi. Hey, we've got a great topic today. We're talking card games. Maggie, what is your favorite card game to play with a standard deck of cards? I really like Tongues. Yeah. Uh, it's a game where I think you play it with three or more people. The starting person has a card. They pass, basically consistently pass cards around, and you always have to have four cards in your hand. Yeah. So the aim of the game is to get... Um, a set of four of the same card. Four of a kind, right? Yeah, four of a kind. So, like, four jacks, four fours, something like that. And when you get that, you poke your tongue out. Um, and the last... And if you see someone with their tongue out, poke your tongue out. And the last person to poke their tongue out loses. Yeah. I've played this game under a different name, uh, Spoons. Have you played Spoons? No. No. I mean, it's the same game, but all you need to do is, is like, subtly steal a spoon off a table. Um, but it's a really great game. And, um, yeah, you can play it with a whole bunch of people as well. You just keep adding cards to the deck. Um, I particularly like it when, like, you continue to play, even though mm-hmm. your tongue is sticking out. Because you can like you know see how long the game goes on before someone realizes and, and does the same. Um, my other favorite thing to do with this game, especially with spoons, is like when you lose a round, uh, have some sort of like penalty associated with you. Um, my favorite one is is trying to play while wearing oven mitts, which becomes really difficult because you like can't hold your cards and you can't pick up anything. Um, yeah, um, it's good fun. Maybe like YouTubers, they like play this game and then like whoever pokes their tongue out last has to like get slimed or something. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those games that you could really escalate if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, you can play it in a more more uh, chill way as well. It doesn't have to be about punishments. Mm, I played it. You just play round by round, no penalties. But like that does sound fun. Cool. Um, that's a great game. Um, thank you for the recommendation there, Harley. What's a game that you like playing with a standard deck of cards? I really like trash. <laughs> Which is a great sentence, isn't it? I really like yeah. trash. <laughs> Tell us about what trash is. I, I presume it's more than just rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not a trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everyone, they have 10 cards in front of them face down at the start of the game. And then there's a deck of cards. So someone would have to pick up a card. And if it was, say, an ace, you put it at the front. Um, of that line of 10 cards? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And you have to get it in order. Right, yeah. So if you, uh, so if there was a seven there, you'd have to put it in the place where the seven would be. Yeah. And this is going all the way from ace at the bottom up to king at the top, or does um, it stop at ten? Well, it stops at ten. Yeah. And jack, queen, and king, um, they not they're not anything. Right. So if you get one of those, it immediately ends your turn. Right. But um, a joker is yeah. a wild card, so you can put it anywhere on your. Interesting. Um, you mentioned about the card ending your turn. 
do you go around in a circle or is it kind of like spoons where everyone's playing at the same time? Um, so it'll be one person. Yeah. And as I said, you could get an A and then you get a seven and put it in the seven spot. But then the card where your seven was, it might be a jack. So you'd have to discard that and then it would be the next person's turn. I see. Right. So that's how it goes around the circle and, and people can either pick up from the discard. Yeah. As well as, as, so well as the draw deck. it's kind of like multiplayer solitaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like um, you could pick up an eight, but you already have an eight. And so you'd put it back. And if someone else didn't have an eight, they could pick that up and put it in the right spot. Yeah. Nice, cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. Shana, how about you? What's a, What's a game you enjoy playing? Uh, skulls. It's a basically a game where you have four cards, one card of face card, and three are normal cards. I, r- I really love this game as well. Um, we played it just before we started recording, and it's a really great bluffing game, right? Because uh, every round you choose one of those cards and you put it face down in front of you. The goal of the game is to flip cards and only find... Um, non-face cards, right? If you find a card that has a head, it's like finding a skull and your your um, bid ends. Uh, the number cards are good, so you flip over number cards. If you flip over a face card, it, that means that you lose one of the four cards you started with. Um, yeah, what, it, what is it you like about this game when we've played it? I like the part where if someone puts a face card and no one else does, and you guess only one, then you might, you lose. You sabotaged yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is very easy to um, to do that. Um, when you bid, you always have to start flipping your own card first. So if no one bids more than you, then you are left to flip your own skull and then you have to remove one of your own cards. Um, and the way to win is just by winning two successful bids. So it can go by really quickly or it could uh, end up taking a long time if people aren't very successful with their bids. Um, but a great game and you can buy this game but you can also just play it with a regular deck of cards and it's a good time um iris can you tell us about a game that you enjoy um i really like the game set it's only a two-player game though so um but it's still really fun to play it use um a whole deck of cards except the joker and you spread all of the cards into groups of four so each player would have six groups of four and then there'll be four in the center and you've got to the aim of the game is to get all of those six piles that you have um to be a full set of that like certain like number or face card sure so you're looking to collect four of a kind as well or yeah yeah Yeah. um you can only look at one pile at a time Mm. and so it can be quite tricky and it can be quite stressful when you look at your opponent and they're like winning and beating you is this another real-time game like that both people are playing at the same time yeah yeah and so it's like a race as well which is cool yeah yeah there's so many good games that you can play out uh you know with just a regular deck of cards um that sounds like a really fun one um the last game that i'm going to introduce is a game that was taught to me as uh the name mao um but other people have played it under different names um if you've played last card you've kind of played this game so it has the similar rules as last card. The goal is to get rid of all of the cards in your hand. You can do that by playing uh, a matching card in the same suit or a card that matches the same number that's been played before. The trick with this game is that it gets more crazy and more intense over time. So after you've played your first round, the person who won gets to come up with a rule. And the rule can be kind of anything. It could be something like 
give another player a high five when you play a five. Um, but it could also be stuff like play with your left hand only, or when you reach the last card, everyone has to stand for the remaining round. And anytime someone fails to do the rule, they get a card uh, from the deck as punishment. And while this starts really slow, right? Maybe there's only one rule you need to remember. By the time you've played five rounds, there are now five rules that are all in play at the same time, and it becomes a really hectic thing to try and remember all of them. Um, we got a chance to play this game as well. Does anyone have a cool rule that they could introduce? Um, maybe uh, give a suggestion for things that uh, players could try. Every time a black card is played, you have to quote a movie. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the clubs and the spades. They could both be tied to, to movie quotes. Every time a red card is placed down, you quote a character. Yeah, character quotes. We did funny voices when we played this one, right, for, for the black and the red cards. Um, maybe if you, like, um, you, I don't know, play a four, um, you have to do four star jumps. Yeah. I mean, you could make this a really exercise-heavy game, right? Maybe every number has some sort of, like, exercise thing associated with it. I really like that. That's quite fun as well. I mean, really easy to forget, so you'd be calling people on it all the time. Um, one rule we did last week was if someone plays a jack, a king, or a queen, everyone has to clap. The last person to clap is the person who receives a card. Uh, so that makes people quite paranoid as well, like you're always watching, kind of like in spoons or tongues. Um, yeah, it's a really great game, really versatile. And if you play with the same group of people uh, often, then you start getting uh, kind of like in-jokes and things that you refer back to as well, which is cool. Sweet. So these have all been games that anyone with a standard deck of card can play. The next set of games, these ones are going to be uh, card games that we enjoy, but you have to go out and, and find a copy of. Uh, and there's a couple of places you can look. Our school library has a couple of games. There's also a place in town called Counterculture. Has anyone been to Counterculture before? It is a board game yeah. cafe, yeah, in the heart of Wellington. Yeah. Uh, it's so a really cool place. Not, not the caffeinated dragon. Not the caffeinated dragon. That's another spot. Um, it's my favorite spot. It's good. Favorite. It's good. Awesome. Partially because I love food, but you know. Yeah. They do food. They do role playing games there. Um, mm -hmm. The thing with counterculture is they have a lot of board games you can just you know play on the tables yeah. there, which is really cool. For only five dollars, you can get three hours of playing time uh, with a table, but not. You still have to pay for the food. You pay for the food and the drink, but yeah, it gives you access to their board game library, and that's amazing. And it would be pretty cool because, like, on a day off, and you're like sitting at home, like, oh, I'm bored. I just like, hey, I have ten dollars in my pocket. I can just go there for the day. Yeah, I mean, in the holidays, they do school holiday programs around board game design, and part of the benefit is that you get to play games and then use those components or use those ideas for making your own. Um, so well worth checking out. Um, but let's talk about some of those card games, um, some more modern card games that people enjoy. Um, Iris, we're going to start with you. What is your favourite modern card game? Um, I really like Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. It's kind of a little bit like Snap, but it's got some... Uh, the name is way cooler than Snap. Why is it called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza? Um, well, you kind of have to say Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza when you're playing, because like, you deal out like... I don't remember how many cards you could deal out. Um, so there's lots of different like ways that, that this game can be fun because you can play it just like a normal way, I guess, where you um, each card will go around in the a circle and they'll play a card and they've got to say like taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza. But the card that they play, because um, all the cards are, have got either like a taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza picture on it and you have to go around saying it. But if when you 
play your card if it's if you like it's your turn to say pizza and it's actually a pizza card then the first person no the last person to put their hand on the deck has to take all the cards because you want to get rid of all of your cards interesting so it's kind of like a timing game or like a attention one yeah yeah um do you say taco cat goat cheese pizza entirety or do you say taco cat goat cheese or pizza depending on what card you've got um you just say like one of them so you go taco and then the next person might say cat, cat. right i see i see yeah, yeah. Cool. and it doesn't matter if it's not like that card yeah um and then you can also adapt the rules where there's other cards as well that it might be like panda or flapjack and when one of those cards get played down there's like a certain action you've got to do nice. so it yeah. might be like clapping your hands or uh rubbing your belly like a panda or something like that the classic panda yeah, yeah in the um actual version of the game there's action cards that come with it yeah and there's one like the gorilla you have to like beat your chest like a gorilla there's i think woodchuck where you have to like knock the table and the last person to do the action has to take all the cards mm, just yeah. like panda has to go into the middle of the lounge and start rolling around in a circle <laughs> and like sitting there eating bamboo very yeah. slowly um I, I love games that have like little mini expansions in them almost or like different rule sets so you can get a lot of value from the same game it's very cool with the panda just gets given a tiny stalk of sugar cane. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> um, let's go to Harley. Harley, what is your favourite modern card game? I like Unstable Unicorns. Tell us about Unstable Unicorns. What's it about? So it's pretty much you have, there's no cards. A fair lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Upgrade cards, downgrade cards, magic cards, normal unicorn cards, magical unicorn cards, and baby unicorn cards. Okay, there's a lot of cards. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal? What do you do um, in the game? So in their cards, they can be used to deactivate a card. Mm -hmm. They're in two-player games, certain cards get taken out. Yep. And I believe Super Nate gets taken out. And Super Nate is pretty much you can't nay a Super Nate. Okay. What about the goal? What's the goal of the game? Oh, um, it's the first person with seven unicorns in their stable. Ah, okay. Yeah. So you're trying to collect unicorns and either add upgrades or downgrades to them? But um, there's this really, really annoying card. Um, it's called Pandemonium. Mm. It says, all your unicorns are now considered pandas. So if you have, like, I don't know, 20 pandas, yeah, they're pandas. Wow. They're not considered unicorns. So the unicorns change from unicorns into pandas. Yeah. Do you have the ability to change them back? Um, yes, you can by getting rid of the downgrade card. Yeah. And you can place downgrade cards in anyone's stable. Right. So this is your kind of gotcha mechanic yeah. on someone else. I see, I see. Um, there are certain cards that let you like get rid of something. Yeah. And upgrade cards, there's a, it's my favorite one. Yeah. Is a yay card. Yay. And it says... You cannot be nade. And last time, there are two of them in the whole deck. Mm. My dad had one. Yeah. I had one. I tried playing it. He nade me because he already had a yay card, and so I couldn't nade him back. Yes, I never got yes. the yay card back. Oh, my goodness. I can, yeah, I, I, I can see how that could be really tricky to navigate. It can make a lot of people very frustrated. So if you get <laughs> infuriated easily, I really, really don't suggest this game to you. How long is the game, do you reckon? For beginners, it usually lasts about two to three hours. Whoa. For people who have played, played it, it like before. multiple times, it usually only takes like half an hour to an hour. Yeah, sure. I guess, yeah, it's really hard to build up that stable if uh, things keep coming and knocking yeah. you down. And there are a lot of questions like some cards say, for example, I played a card, but then my dad said, oh no, I can play this because you haven't 
like it isn't been in your stable for a turn and then we looked at the rules and it turns out I could actually have it and it was yeah. just a little confusing. Yeah. So and that's why it takes so long when you're starting just starting to learn. Often games that have the rules on the cards themselves, there there can be that, you know, like yeah. what's the ruling here? How does this work? Well, yeah. there are. It's just certain cards clash with others and yeah, that's the not on the cards themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about you, Shana? What what sort of card game? Uh, what sort of modern card game do you recommend? I like Uno Flip. It's basically like original Uno, but there's a bit more rules. Cool. What are the added rules? I think everyone's pretty familiar with Uno. So there's a card that flips to the other side, and the other c- cards on the other side include skip everybody's turn. And I'm pretty sure there's a card where you everybody reshuffles or you reshuffle. Are you saying that every card in the deck is double-sided and then when you yeah. flip it over, there's an effect on the other side? Yeah. That's very cool. Um, what What's the card that causes it to flip? What does it say? Oh, it's just the, um, it has a logo where it has like, yeah, basically it just has a thing where it shows yeah. you to flip. And then when do you flip back? Is there like a... a when you get a card that has the flip thing. Um, the opposite symbol? It's the same symbol, but on like... But it goes the opposite side. way, yeah. That's very cool. Does that mean, like, if you're holding a hand of cards, the, like, way that they're facing is important? Yeah, you they're different on each side? Yeah, card on the side that's facing everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Let me just talk about my fear experience with my family. Sure. Every time, I was in the Philippines with my cousins. Yeah. And one time, my little cousin, who is eight, swore. I was shocked. Oh, my goodness. Why? What caused them to swear? What was the moment? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because they got more cards. Ah, uh, right. So they had to pick it up. Yeah. And also my little sister's a, po- a sore loser. Yeah. I mean, games like this, they can teach you how to learn or lose well, I should say. I was but taught that by seaweed. Does it, <laughs> does it also have the same motive of, like, trying to get one card and then you win? Is it, What's the goal of Uno Flip? To ba- basically just... the. The same as Uno, um, you put every card down. Yeah. You're trying to get rid of your hand of cards? Yeah. Um, I really like the sound of that. I think that's uh, a quite a cool card game. Maggie, what's your favorite modern card game? Uh, I really like Exploding Kittens. Yeah. This is kind of a, like a new classic, eh? Um, tell us, if people aren't familiar, what is Exploding Kittens? It's made by the same people that made Unstable Unicorns. It came out earlier, though. Yeah. In this game, there's like a deck of cards, right? And yeah. within that deck, there is something that will explode, in this case, a kitten. And the goal is you don't want to be uh, caught with this exploding kitten because then you get eliminated from the game, right? Yeah. Um, so how do you stop yourself from being eliminated? Uh, at the start of the game, I think everyone has, I think, two or three diffuse cards. Yeah. No, you start with one diffuse card, but you can pick up diffuse cards. And if you get an exploding kitten card, you can diffuse it. Yeah. But... The trick is some of the cards allow you to take blindly or no Or swap hands with someone. An, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another person's deck, and that can get rid of your diffuse cards. Mm. So say you get an exploding kitten and you don't have a diffuse card, then you'll die, basically. Yeah. And there's an expansion of the game I really like called Imploding Kittens, which is basically like it, you can't diffuse it. You mm. have to like try f- make the deck like do things so you can't get the imploding kitten because it's basically yeah. just unresistable death like you can't stop it 
That's interesting. That's an interesting kind of twist on the formula. Is this the expansion that comes with the cone of shame? Yeah. <laughs> there is a literal cone in this one that you have yeah. to put on if you lose. I don't know what the situation is when, when you would put this thing on. Yeah, I think there's another card that, like, if you can't do the thing, then you put on the cone of, cone of shame. Yeah. And I think there's also, like, tokens for each win because you're supposed to play, like, multiple rounds. Right, yeah. Until there's just one person left. But you can also play it with two people if yeah. when someone gets out, the game just ends. And, and this cone of shame is, is like a cone that an animal has to wear when it comes back yeah. from the vet. It is very much a cone of shame, for sure, for sure. When you're talking about cones, I was thinking about those ones, like, just like... Like, like a traffic cone? Yeah, or like <laughs> yeah that's no, what I was thinking, too. Yeah, yeah, it's when you this said way going out. <laughs> it was like those ones animals where I was shocked. I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's I thought it was like one of those pop-up fabric ones that just goes has like a sad little kitten on it <laughs> yeah you know when someone's playing this game because you can kind of tell uh, when you see it um i think the exploding kittens game itself is in the school library so there's one that you can check out yeah. there i've played a star wars version of this called i've got a bad feeling about this and when you use your um like defusing cards it changes your game in some way like you have to talk like yoda or um you can only play with one hand and and things like that so lots of cool variations on that do or um, do not there is no try exactly um the game that i want to recommend to people is called hanabi this is a game i've played nearly 400 times uh, which just shows you how good it is um it is a game that's set in a japanese fireworks festival and the goal is to play cards so they go from one up to five the difficulty here is you don't get to see your own cards your hand is facing outwards towards everyone else at the table and when it's your turn, you can either play a card blindly or you can flip a time token and give someone else a clue. So I might be looking at Maggie's hand and say, these cards are ones, which is a really useful clue because Maggie knows she can play any one if we're just starting the game. Um, there are three ones of each color and there's two of every other color uh, number. But once you get to five, there's only one five. And so it's really, really difficult. Uh, you don't want to throw that one out. What happens when you put the wrong card down? So there's a little timer um, of like an explosion effect as well. So you're only allowed to make two mistakes. If you make a third mistake, the game ends and you have lost. Um, and the way you get time tokens back is by discarding a card from your hand. Uh, but again, you do that without really knowing what it is. So it's a really trippy game. It's like a big mental kind of puzzle, uh, but it's really fun with the right group of people too. There are so many great card games out there. Thank you very much for sharing your favorites today, team. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. This episode was recorded and edited by Jacob. My guests today were Iris, Harley, Shana, and Maggie. Uh, thanks as always to the Children's Bookstore of Kilburnie and Rauro Intermediate for supporting the show. The theme music today was by Logan Hart. Uh, my name is CJ. I was today's host. And before we go, I've got one more quick pick from everyone. Uh, Maggie. If you like chaotic games like uh, Exploding Kittens, you'll like Breath of the Wild. Shana. I like Mungo Stray Dogs 1. Um, it's very funny and kind of silly. Iris. I really like Monopoly Deal. I find it really fun. It's kind of like Monopoly, except it's a card game. Harley. I like Minecraft because it's live and it's fun and I get to play with my friends. And Jacob. I like a game of Cat and Mouth. It's also by Exploding Kittens, but it's sort of a pinball-esque game. 
brilliance and i'm going to recommend a game called um, arboretum it is a game about growing trees but it is also the most cutthroat four player game you can play so if you're interested in that check out arboretum thank you so much for listening to us this week we'll catch you next week thanks for listening